start shaking. Your heart gets to pumping. Your knees get to knocking. And your mind starts racing. It's a feeling like you never felt before. Have you come and That's what Hugh McDougal has right now. I just I have deer fever. I'm ready. I'm ready to kill. <laughs> if it's brown, it's down. If it doesn't have spots on it, it's gonna die. Perfect. That's <laughs> the way it should be. Cut it with a fork. But <clears throat> yeah, back. we're uh, we're Epi- back. Episode twenty five. Episode twenty five. It's our Halloween episode. Halloweeny. <laughs> Tricker. Trick or mainly stupid. The trick is you're not getting any candy. No. You're getting us. You can get candy. Yeah. I mean, we could be your candy. We could, yeah. You are the candy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And and birthday episode. Yes. I yeah, it was my birthday. 32. 365 date revolution or one more revolution around that sun thingy. Yep. Allegedly. There I am. Uh yeah, it was a good weekend. Did some uh, preparation, some final preparations for deer season. Yeah. Um, got the guns all good to go. Got the birthday stuff. We're kind of making it, we're celebrating all week. We're going out with some some more family this weekend, this coming weekend, that we weren't able to go out with this weekend. And, but it was a good time. It was my first sober birthday. Since How'd I it go? Turned 21. It was easy. It was good. Yeah. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Um and just spent the day with family yesterday, watched the Patriots beat up on the Cleveland Browns. Dear God, that defense. It's so good. <laughs> it's just, I can't I can't wrap my head around on how good it is. And it's, Bill Belichick is just evil when it comes to defense as far as the way he operates and it shows, and he's just good. But all in all, it was a good weekend. We're back to work this week, and... uh yeah. Got some more time coming off in the next couple of weeks. Sure. Apologies to everyone that we said we were going to record last oh, yeah, week. That's right. Um, I put in 83 and a half hours in six days. You were a busy boy. Yeah, we were a little busy. I knew when I didn't get any text from you. Yeah, it was, it was not good. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was a busy week, so that's why I didn't push the fact. Yeah, we, uh, we struggled through. <laughs> we fucking wrestled that. Fucker right to Did the you ground. get it done? Sort of, until it broke again. And then they, ran out of, <clears throat> they also ran out of water, which is kind of necessary when it's a hydroelectric power plant. Yeah, that's a, that's a big necessity. Yeah. Really, uh, having no prime mover is really pretty much impossible to make it work. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it sucked. We got it done. I don't think I have to go back to Connecticut at this point for anything, so that's very, very good. Now we're on to the next crisis, so. There you go. Uh, two weeks from now, I think I fly to Idaho. Oh. I'm pumped. I want to go to Idaho. Looking Never forward been. to it. Gonna it's probably going to be fucking snowing and miserable, but whatever. Hey, it'll be cool. It will be cool. I like going places I've never been. Yep. And you said Idaho is one of those places, so it, it there is. you go. Really, the whole the whole northwest of the U.S. I've never been to. Yeah. I, d- I guess I did go to Portland, Oregon when I was like four, which doesn't count. Yeah, I've been east of the Miss or west of the Mississippi once. 
to the Colorados. To the Colorados. And they haven't ventured back since. No. <laughs> I don't know. And I think if I ever do it again, I want to drive. I yeah. want to do what your parents did. Yeah. And see the country. I've always wanted to just fucking sell everything, hop in an RV and fucking take off. That's like one of my main, like, if I flew out west, I would fly to Montana, rent an RV, and then drive around Yellowstone. Yeah. I think that would be, my my in-laws, they want to, when, when my father-in-law retires, he, he they want to drive around the country and uh, go to all the Marine Corps bases and places he was stationed at. That'd be cool. Yeah. It'd be a good, good little trip. Yeah. Although, he, I mean, I never knew it, but I was talking to my in-laws, my, in, my mother-in-law, Beth, and when Mandy was a kid, because Fred's family was in New England yeah. for the most part, and he was always deployed, so she would pack, and they were stationed in California, she'd pack up a car, drive cross-country, with two kids, young kids. Yeah. And well, the, fact, the whole time he was deployed. Yeah. I mean, that is, that's a brave woman. It is. But I'm surprised I met my wife. She wasn't killed on the side of the road in say, Kansas. Just let's, let's remember, you were able to beat kids back then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't do that anymore, that's for sure. No. Now it's just like... So that's when, like, I was actually thinking about this the other day, like, people talking about, like, giving kids electronics and how it's bad for them, and it's like, well, we, we either give them electronics or we beat them. So, I mean, well, <laughs> let's, let's pick which side is worse. Yeah, we're just blinding them with blue light. Yeah. Um, I, on the electronics thing, uh, I was talking at work to one of the guys today, one of the guys today, it, he, we were talking about hunting. He's like, I just can't sit for a long period of time. I'm like, it's 2019. They make battery backups for your cell phone that'll last all day. Seriously. And then you just sit in a blind. It's, not, it's not really that hard. So, I mean, you get just caught up on the the internet, which is a dangerous thing. It really is. I get, I get into wormholes every night yeah. pretty much. Same here. I got into a wormhole last night of that catfish coolie guy eating hot stuff. Like he oh, was yeah? Doing, he did the packy chip challenge. And I and I put my phone down after I watched him. Basically, he chugged a half gallon of Fireball. And then I think he did a fifth of Jack Daniels and, like, punched himself in the face. And that's when I went to bed. I'm yeah, sorry, I just can't handle that. I really can't handle the internet anymore. <laughs> That's enough internet for today. It is wild. Uh, speaking of wild, so on my my boss has been out of town the last week and a half almost. Yep. I was on my way to work one morning last week. It was, I think it was Thursday, and driving to work, and I get a. Hands-free law in the state of Maine now, so I had my phone in the holder. Oh, good on my dashboard, and I noticed a text message come up from one of the guys that works at the shop. His wife, yeah, or Facebook message. <clears throat> so I didn't think anything of it. I just got to work, and then I pulled the phone out, and I see, hey, Brandon's not coming in today. No, oh, I, I, 
Yeah. <laughs> and I and I didn't think anything of it right then. And then I put my phone down. I got out of my truck and I looked at it again. It's like, hey, Brandon's not coming in today. A tree got struck by lightning in our, on our, in our driveway and he got shocked. Yeah. And I was like, I read it like three more times. I was like, what? (laughs) So I wrote back, holy fuck, period. Let me know if you need anything and if he's all right. And then I checked back on him later in the day and he was good. And now it's utterly hilarious that he was indirectly struck by lightning. So I made him a certificate of achievement for being struck by lightning. And um, I think the greatest part about the certificate of achievement is his wife posted it on Facebook. Mm Mm-hmm. And you could tell that some people didn't actually zoom in and read it because they were just congratulating him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, congrats on the award, bud. <laughs> so the award of great prestige. The uh, it's the comments have been hilarious. That's what I saw. I saw the I saw her post. Yeah, I was like, holy shit! And then I saw your post, or the picture of you yeah. with an award, and I'm like. The fuck's he getting an award for? And then I opened it up and I was like, Jesus Christ. Uh, did that. And in like two days before it happened on his workbench, he puts a piece of cardboard down to like soak up the oil and shit. Yeah. And I had wrote written on it because it was fresh. I took a big Sharpie and I wrote, welcome to the Thunderdome. <laughs> Nice. Then today, (laughs) today I was like, do you realize I wrote Welcome to the Thunderdome before you got struck by lightning? Yeah. Way to put that into the universe, (laughs) Huey. So essentially, it's my fault. Yeah. What else happened this weekend? Uh, Devin Powell. Devin Powell with a big win. Yeah. Second round. Uh, Submission. That was quite the submission. Was. He had it twice, too. That exact same submission twice. And did you watch the interview afterwards? No. So afterwards, he talks about uh, his coach and corner man saw him tap out on the first time, but was able to get out of it. So yep. then it, the, no one you know else what? saw now the tap you, out. Now that you say that, I saw that too. Yeah. So he saw him tap out, but no one said anything to Devin because it was in the first round and they didn't want him to fucking get pissed. Yeah. So he didn't say anything to him and just said, fucking go out and do your shit. And yeah. It was the end of the round. I thought he had him earlier in that round. And then with like 30 seconds to go, he gets him back yeah. in that. And I'm like, fuck, dude, this is a. I was just waiting for him to tap. And then all of a sudden you see his thumb go up. And I'm like, is he indirectly trying to. Is that his tap or what? He, what is yeah. he doing? And then the whole thing where he stood up and he, I'm like, oh, fuck. Well, Let's the, go to the, the third best round. The and, best part about that is the fucking the thumbs up. Comes and then the next thing you see is his leg shaking yeah. to death, which Violently. is that's your out, bud. <laughs> yeah. That is uh, the thumbs up was a lie. Uh, you are out fucking cold. And right then now. the bell rang, and David <clears throat> Powell's like, He's out, he's out. And then, <laughs> then he attacks the ref <laughs> in the ref's face. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, What do I do? What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, he's it's pretty crazy. Shake like, him off. Devin talked about it a little bit with uh, <coughs> you know, just the uh, the the human body and what you what you see yeah. and what you recognize and you know being able to be like oh shit like i was unconscious now i'm back continue fighting like, yeah just that muscle memory of just like fuck it keep fighting it yeah it's pretty incre- incredible um but yeah he uh 
He got a big win. Yep, that was good. I was happy to see that. I watched it on my phone in the living room because I couldn't get it on my TV. I watched it on my phone, but then I casted my phone to my TV and watched it on my TV. The only problem was, so I started watching it. <clears throat> I found the stream, or I found the Bellator app yeah. and the stream, and started watching it like three fights before Devin's. And then I kept forgetting that it was streaming off my phone, and I'd pick up my phone and fucking hit the home button oh, to unlock it, and then it would go, go away. away. I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> so then I just like took my phone, got it back streaming, put my phone up out of the way, and then grabbed my work phone, and I was like, I can look on this phone. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to screw this up. Yeah. No, I was... I, I kept, like, because obviously it, there was a bunch of fights. I kept going back and forth to watch it something on TV. And then I'd be like, all right. And then I came into the his fight, like, two minutes into the first round and saw that. So. Yeah, it was a, it was really cool to listen to the announcers, too, talking about Devin and his style. Yeah. And just, like, they're like, look, you can tell how experienced he is with the way he was he was so comfortable on his back, which is normally not some place you really yeah. want to be in a fight. And you know the frustrated the frustration that he was given the I forget his fucking name, but um, the other opponent. Yeah. To the point where he was just standing up off of him, being like, "Get back up! I can't figure out what you're doing." Yeah. Like, let's just fight up up top and fucking throw haymakers. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> it was pretty. It was, and he Devin landed some good hits too. Especially from his back. He threw yeah. a couple of fucking hammer fists. So I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like, how? And then he posts today, he's training again tonight. And I'm like, dude, what? just fucking sleep. Like, I don't know how you feel after this, but I know how I feel after, like, thinking about jogging. And uh, <laughs> I'm just... Worn out. Yeah. I'm with you on that. I, I agree with that 100%. I got a little local, or not local news, but a, a national news story. What do we got? Um... Oh, hold on. I'll go back and find it. I just lost it. Uh, right here. Gender reveal party explosion was a stunt gone awry. Oh, boy. Knoxville, Iowa. <clears throat> Authorities say an Iowa family's attempted, attempt at a gender reveal party for a soon-to-be-born baby went horribly wrong when a homemade device that was meant to discharge colored powder instead exploded like a pipe bomb. Oh, man. Killed. A 56-year-old relative. So the mom's all right? The mom was all right. All right. Says, uh... It's not all right. Pamela Kreimer died instantly when debris struck her head Saturday before flying another 432 feet. She flew 432 feet? That's what I thought when I first read it, but no. Whatever hit her kept going for another 400 feet. So they weren't messing around with any pop cap... Fucking explosive. I, you know, I think it was a truly homemade. It wasn't like a, hey, let's take this can of Tannerite and strap a color bag of colored chalk to it. I think this was like a, we can make our own Tannerite type of uh, ordeal. Think about but the guy who built it. This is the thing that has my fucking problem. Kramer was 45 feet from the device. That's really fucking close yeah. to something that's going to explode, whether it's Tannerite or not. Yeah. Should have been 100 yards if it's if it's that much of an explosive. Oh, they welded them. So they made a mortar. Oh, they Jesus. welded a metal cylinder oh. stand. A metal, they welded a metal cylinder to a stand and packed it with gunpowder that they thought was going to send the colored baby powder aloft. 
but the tape covering the cylinder caused it to detonate like a pipe bomb. Thanks a lot, Iowa. You just ruined gender reveals. Yep. But, I mean, in the article, you could have told us if it was a boy or a girl. I'm still curious. Probably never know now. I know. Jesus. You know. Yeah, so uh, don't play with explosives. And if you do... Don't be a dumbass. Yeah, go away from it. When you shoot Tannerite, you don't shoot it point blank. No. Although I've never shot Tannerite. I kind of like to. Trouble is, there's really no place to do it around here anymore. Yeah, I think the... uh, The... The gun ranges aren't putting up with that shit. No. No. I went to a... When I was at the gun range yesterday, I was talking to... Um, a a guy that came in and he had his son we were getting ready to leave and he came in and he says you guys done shooting I said yeah I said you can come in and set up if you want he's just gonna shoot that rifle one more time and uh, he goes I will wait in the truck I guess he had an experience at another gun range where he brought his son to sight at a deer rifle Mm -hmm. was sighting it in shot great was going to shoot it again at 100 yards. And some guys showed up with ARs and started shooting like assholes. And That'll happen. And uh, the kid got, like, freaked out. And they and he, was, and he hasn't shot since. And that was, like, 10 years ago. Mm. Which sucks. That does suck. That's because not great. What should have been a safe and enjoyable experience was ruined by disrespectful people shooting guns I uh I had a little incident this evening on the ways homes from the the oh workplace F-250s stop real pretty good <laughs> especially when you're doing it was a bit of a road rage incident but it really wasn't my fault it was well, I didn't help the situation. I yeah. should have de-escalated, but uh, instead decided to attempt to s- teach a little Mazda 3. Um, a lesson? Yeah. Fucking waving his arms at me, swerved at me twice. I said, oh, all right, bud, you want to swerve at me? We're coming over. Yeah. And 8,000 pounds of I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and he slowed down, then got behind me, and then was right up my asshole. And uh, the old brake pedal... She's, my foot slipped. That's all I'm going <laughs> to say. He, did he kiss some chrome? He did not. Now, I don't know how he missed it. I don't really know what happened to him. But I didn't see him again, so that was that was good. I had a little road rage incident not too long ago. I was pulling out of a gas station, and you know how gas stations, their ins and outs are always fucked up, and there's always people trying to get somewhere before you to get out before you to save 30 seconds. Yeah. Well, I was coming around the gas pumps. And to go out the exit, and a car pulled out from one of the gas pumps, and you could see them floor it to try to get ahead of me. Yeah. And I let them come, and I wasn't stopping. (laughs) And they stopped as my driver's door passed the front of their car. And it was two teenage girls, and they threw their arms up in the air and honked their horn. And I just shook my fucking head. (laughs) And drove off. Part of me wanted to just block them in right there, get out of the truck, and say, call your father. 
right yeah. now. Yeah, we're going to have a little chat. Because this is fucking ridiculous. But instead of that, I de-escalated myself and just left. That's probably a better plan. Be- because I was thinking about it. I call their father. He comes down there. And he just thinks his daughter is a saint. Yeah. And she's not on her way to some asshole's house that's just going to divorce her after they get married at 18. <laughs> and <clears throat> take her side, and then he's also going to be a lot bigger than me, and he's just going to beat me up. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it was really not so, a win-win. It wasn't. It's not like it used to be. Yeah. If it was a dude, I probably would have stopped and said, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. The, uh, and if and if I did that and I got my ass kicked, then it was eh, deserved. But at least he had somebody asking what the fuck was wrong with him. Well, that's where like I I did it again. I did it good this time. The last the last one I did it to was down in Connecticut. I had to get fuel, and I was sitting there parked behind a car that was at a diesel pump, uh, yeah. which is one of Garrett's many 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 pet peeves. But she got out, looked back at me. After, like, she finished pumping her gas, put the thing away, looked back at me that I was sitting there, and just turned around and walked inside. I was like, oh, funny. Ah, nice job there. <laughs> I was like, I'm glad your Subaru is parked right in my way. So I went over, put my card in. I, I moved my truck to parallel to hers. Went over, put my card in, did a little quick calculation on the hose length and placement of my truck. Grabbed the hose out, <clears throat> went over. Held it up over her car, and I could have just gone down to my truck, but that wouldn't have proved a point. <laughs> so instead, I went through her roof rack and the top <laughs> of her car, so she could not leave until I was done. <laughs> and then I just pumped my fuel, and I just sat there. <laughs> and that fucking pump went off, and she still wasn't back, and I just sat there. <laughs> and she comes out, and she's like, what, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I was pumping fuel. I was like, you saw me here. You decided to leave. She's like, well, I can't leave right now. I was like, yeah, I know. There's a reason it's three. It, I couldn't get it down. You know, the, the, the geometry. geometry and the al- algebra, the, just X plus Y equals The algorithm Z. wasn't working. It just, I just had to go through there. I was like, it's almost done, though, honey. Just give me <laughs> a minute. time. <clears throat> she was like, I can't believe you did this. I was like, well, I couldn't believe you were such an inc- inconsiderate fuck to just walk away when you saw me park behind you either. And she just looked at me and had nothing to say. And I was like, oh, that one might have. You might have actually. I think you just figured it out. You might have just figured it out. (laughs) I was like, we could have just had a breakthrough here. (laughs) I was like, Jesus. And she'll probably never park at a diesel pump like that again. I I hope not. As a rule, I try not to. I mean, even if I'm in my car, I'll sometimes stop at them, but it's always in and out. And it's the same way at any gas pump. Like, unless it's like in the morning duck hunting. And I have to stop for fuel and I don't have the boat, I'm leaving my truck wherever the fuck I want. It's yeah. four o'clock in the morning, no one's up. Yeah. But yeah, it was a it was a good time. You know. On People top of that. Learn a lesson. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's no better way to cap off the end of a fucking fourteen hour work day than just to want to fucking murder somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's always it always really makes the day good. Um and uh, in history today, histories. Andrea Gale, the perfect storm. 
She went down. She went down. His boys from Gloucester. That's a that was a fucking phenomenal movie. It really was. George Clooney plays the shit out of a fucking boat captain. He does. John C. Riley too in yeah. that movie. You know, early works. Yeah. Uh, did you get what I sent you? So I don't know if everyone listening's has picked up, but we're we're slightly decent size fans of the Letter Kenny's. Yes. I got it. I haven't watched it. Maybe I should do it live. Letter Kenny is coming to Boston uh-huh. in March 2020. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh. Letter Kenny live in Boston. Tickets are not that expensive. What are they going to do? <clears throat> I don't this. know. I have no idea. But So I didn't realize Squirrely Dan, stand-up comedian. Really? Really. So. Well, looks like. And he was talking about. I'll just to play it right now. To escape the winter, I went down and did shows in the States. I learned something down in America. There's a difference between Canadian and American foods. And that difference is. Canadian food isn't actively trying to murder you. (laughs) Everything in the States was insane. It looked like it had been dipped in batter, rolled in butter, and had a Mars bar hidden in it. Which, that's a lot to say from someone coming from the land of poutine. Yeah, right. We're going to take gravy, french fries, cheese cheese curds, and steak. And just mix it all together on yep. a plate. And it's fucking delicious. Don't oh. get me wrong. But I love poutine. He goes on. The biggest difference between Canadian and American foods can be found in the cereal aisle of the grocery store. I don't know if you've been in an American supermarket recently, but Canada as a nation is getting screwed over <laughs> on sugar cereals. <laughs> They've got things we've never seen. When I was down south, I counted four different types of Cap'n Crunch. Favorite cereals? Go. What do you What do you got? Reese's Puffs, uh, Frosted Mini Wheats, Captain Crunch, Cocoa Krispies. Oh, we're way off. Lucky Charms, Salmon Toast Crunch. I love original Cheerios. I don't know why. I do, too. I guess I should have put those on the list. I only did. That'll be my fifth. And uh, I think about uh, Frosted Flakes. Frosted Flakes are good. But like you said, original Cheerios is just something about them. It just brings you back to the shitting in diapers. Yeah. Sometimes I just, like, a handful of them would be nice. Like, can you imagine, like, I don't know. You haven't gone through it, but kids' foods nowadays... Like snack foods and stuff. Yeah. It's fucking endless. They, they got, got all sorts of shit. Yeah. I just remember getting handed Cheerios. Like, fuck it. Here, shut up. Here, have some Cheerios. Cheerios. Yeah. It's... Like, it's like a go-to, like, travel snack. It yep. was just fucking basic-ass Cheerios. Now they can have puffs that melt in your mouth and it's gross. They've got fucking thousands of different kinds of foods for Those these little... drinks. Yeah. Those, like, yogurt the, the drinks. The yogurt drinks. Oh, God. We fucking slam about a 12-pack of them a week. It's unreal. Just the kids don't understand how good they got it. 
now I understand why walking to school uphill in a snowstorm sucks so bad. Well, that's what I was. I was. So we were talking about millennials and the generations. Yeah. So apparently, I don't know if we've talked about this. We're the Zennial generation. It's like millennial, but with an X. Yeah. Which means we're the greatest generation ever. Yeah, because we're because a mix of technology we, exactly. and... We grew up not knowing technology, then we grew up with technology. Yeah. So we see both. We still have hard work ethics, sort of. and then But we also have the ability to operate technologies unlike those older than us. Correct. And so... It's like, uh, you know, that's pretty true, because everyone younger than me is a bunch of fucking idiots. There's some fucking winners out there. I just... Speaking of work ethics, did you see the weekend that Mr. McAfee had? Yes. That College man, game day. I haven't watched it yet, but I can only imagine how good it is. It was, he was phenomenal. He is literally the hardest working man Tuesdays, every day, every Tuesday, YouTube, Pat McAfee Show, go see it. Yeah. Um, It's worth it. It's amazing. I'm going to try and find the clip from his um, college game day. It's why you do that. Speaking of Pat McAfee and Heartland Radio and stuff, how about that interview with the ATF agent? Holy fuck. Jay Dobbins. Yeah. My God. Yeah. That dude is the epitome of fucking balls of steel. And the weird thing, like, the thing that I found amazing was, A, he's got a motorcycle still that he's never ridden. Yeah. Like, it's been sitting for, like, 10 years. Yeah. B, he's not in any sort of protection program. Yeah. Or dead. Or dead. Yeah. And he's doing interviews. Yeah. Like, if I... He's just telling... I mean, there's, there's literally Hell's Angels everywhere. Yeah. There's a reason for people that go live in the mountains and don't talk to anybody anymore it's because they've done some fucked up shit you did some real fucked up shit to some real bad fucking people and then you're just telling everybody and you're just fucking out there writing books flipping them off hanging out on movie sets i mean jesus christ coaching football yeah coaching high school football putting i mean the russian mob had a contract to kill this dude yeah everyone did They burned down his house the fucking guy was unreal yeah, and he just he just so casually said that too. They're like, "Oh yeah, they tried to burn down my house. I wasn't there though, but my wife and kids were." Yeah, it like, was "Oh a, Jesus, fuck! I would feel worse if my wife and kids had to deal with it than me." An like, assassination attempt. Yeah, unreal. Seems like a real stand-up guy though. He, I mean, it was it was a wild interview. I will definitely. On today's podcast, Bailey said, Todd, are you worried about all these people that pissed off other people coming in for interviews? (laughs) He goes, yeah, I want to go. Yeah. (laughs) I want to hit on me. But what he said was, like, about the, going back to that witness protection thing, like, the agents, like, the the informants and stuff. Get it all. Get it all. Yeah. The agents, you sign on that dotted line, man. That's. That's still pretty fucked up, though. Yeah. They don't get any sort of. I, I get it for, like, a normal police officer or a normal detective even. But, like, dude, if you're going undercover... You're his job was to... His job was... A narc. Yeah. Which is, like, eh, I mean, you go into criminal families, that's pretty much the worst thing you can be in a criminal family, is a narc. His first undercover mission or job, he got sh- kidnapped and shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
That's the epitome of showing up to Market Basket for your first day as a bag boy and dropping a load of jarred pickles. I think it's a little worse. Probably. But, yeah. I mean, in bag boy sense. I mean, it'd be like your first day as a race car driver and getting fucking crashed and burning immediately. Yeah. Like, I, I just, you know, there's there's times where you might just say, you know, maybe this ain't for me. Yeah. It'd probably be about the time that I got shot. On the first day, I was a fucking undercover agent. But the the interesting thing he said, I don't know if you heard it when he was talking about, like, which one was your, were you most scared at? And he's like, my first. Yeah. Like, going up, like, the first undercover drug deal buy, because, you know, he's like, you know, working with the Hells Angels, like, sitting back and looking at, like, they're organized crime. Like, they are, like, the Italian mob. They're, like, the fucking Irish... They're like the IRA. Yeah, they're just yeah. fucking organized. They do stuff. They they do have a code of conduct. And like, yeah, some of the lower guys, not so much. But it's the same thing with like going undercover. It's like a 19-year-old drug dealer that you're buying drugs from. You can't fucking, you, you have no idea what he's going to do. Yeah. And you're shitting your pants because you have no idea what you're doing. And yeah. it's like, that's got to be fun. One of the craziest things, like he was talking about how he got patched in and he was polishing bikes and selling merch. And, mm-hmm. and he's like, the Hells Angels makes millions of dollars just... Legally. S- legally selling merch. Yeah. Not to mention that he talks about how they decapitated that chick, rolled her up in a carpet, and left her in the desert. Yeah. It's like bumper stickers, magic carpet ride. Yeah. Not great. Watch I'm, this game. Oh, here we go. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Right. I'm going with Trey. Oh, <laughs> Top 10 team. Oh. I'm sorry. Pat, talk to him. Please Pat. excuse my dumb friend, Kirk. If <laughs> 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 you look at this crowd, they've been out here since 4 a.m. College game day comes to town, they lose their mind. The population of this state is about 800,000. And when the Jackrabbits take the field tonight, they're alongside all 800,000 South Dakotans. I mean... Just cutting promos. He, he knows how to rile a crowd up. Yeah. He's like he's like the announcer for life. He's like that WWE announcer, the ring announcer for life. Yeah. Just the way he could. And that's another thing I've decided I want to be one of those announcers. Yeah. I'm a working, little Bruce Buffer. Yeah. that's I'm working on it. I won't do it in here because I have to scream very loud. Yeah. But I'm getting there. The guys at work hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and in this corner, and it's time, we have a Toro lawnmower. I started calling uh, uh, Tim Whitaker. He's now Tim Whitaker. Tim the Chainsaw Whitaker. Yeah. So, really, Mike's going to be super excited when I rip that off tomorrow when he's when he's back. I've given most of the people headaches from how loud it's been. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't. You gotta let it go. Yeah. Um we got a terrible game tonight. Pittsburgh Steelers, Miami Dolphins. Oh, suck fest. I saw did they trade Miami traded? They're just giving people away. Yeah, they are. They're just fucking you want out? Sure. You My UPS leave. driver at the shop is a Miami fan. And oh. he came in today and he just he looks just he looks defeated. I'm like, have you given up too? He's like I've given up to the point where I'm rooting for the Patriots. I'm yeah. like, man. <laughs> I really uh I really can't believe 
like some of the it's I don't remember the league being so hot or not. Like yeah. the NFC's pretty hot. No, but I mean like I just mean in general, like there's no like middle of the road teams. Yeah, they're either fucking good or they're bad. Yeah, like the Saints go fucking five, four and zero without Breeze. Yeah, you know they fucking don't miss a beat. They keep going. I was actually surprised they won, but yeah, um, you know you get where is it? Um, you know for this week there were no real. I mean, there's a couple games that it's just like. I mean, I guess Buffalo's Buffalo and the Eagles are kind of middle of the road. Buffalo's middle of the road. Eagles are a dumpster fire. I mean, they won. Did they, they win? Yeah, they beat Buffalo. Of course they did, because I picked Buffalo. Yeah, me why, too. Why would, why would Buffalo win for me? What have I done for them? I mean, but then... And you, I back on the AQ train, and then they fucking lose to... Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Yeah. I fucking... I stayed on the AQ train. You did not, you line sack of shit. I didn't stay on the AQ train? No. No, I stuck with the Allegiance. I only put three points on it, but... I don't even think I put that. I may have only put. You put 12 on New Orleans. Of course I did. You fucking sandbagging <laughs> son of a bitch. I knew I did that the whole time. That yeah. was just for content. Yeah. <laughs> How many points you got left tonight? Uh, I don't think I put much on this game. No, I think you got three on it. I think you just have enough to clear me. I think. Yeah, you you got three points on tonight's game. My picks on the radio show last week, I, we, me and my teammate, A-Train, have been horrible with our picks this year. It's like we pick somebody that is supposed to win, and they fucking lose. Who'd you pick this week? We picked, uh, in this, that, that's what I was getting to. I was like, I'm going to pick Houston, but they'll fucking lose. So I'm going to pick Oakland. And then I asked the Magic 8-Ball if it was a good idea, and it said yes. So I'm not, like, so not a great idea. It was not a great idea. No. And I, I shut the TV off last night to <laughs> Houston scoring a fucking touchdown and beating Oakland by three points. And I was like, that's it. J.J. Watts out, though, rest yeah. of the year. Rest in peace to his He, he ripped his, <clears> his chest. His, his, his titty. Yeah, titty yeah. right off. Speaking of titties, do you see titties at the World Series? No. Oh, some nice, nice titties at the World Series last yeah. night. Yeah, right behind, right behind home plate. Oh, she dumped him out. Two girls. Oh boy! Right in the middle of a pitch. It was great. And then apparently, I fa- I found her on the Twitters. Apparently, she does this a lot, and has been issued a lifetime ban for all Major League Baseball parks. <laughs> <laughs> That's something. But. The Imagine thing, you telling your kids that in 50 years. I had a conversation with some people at work about it. And our HR, our head of HR was like, I can't believe that she did that on national television. I'm like, well, it was not her decision to be on national television. That's the television cameraman's fault yeah. or the television network's fault. Now, in the park, if she gets in trouble, okay, fine. You know, you knew the rules going in. You're not supposed to show your boobies. Yeah. But you can't get mad at her for getting on national TV. I mean, yes, it was probably planned, and they did a very good job. But it's not her fault that it was broadcast. Yeah. You should, you know, there's a fucking six-second delay on all TVs, and no one caught it, and 
Or they did catch it, and they're like, them are nice enough. They I can, don't like this job anyway. They can make it. <laughs> Imagine being the guy, the cameraman, going, what is that? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. <laughs> and it was, it's like four four rows up from yeah. home plate. Like, it was it was in the backstop. Like, yeah. it was... Uh, yeah. It was it was pretty good. The um, um, who was it? The what team? Oh fuck! What game was I watching? Oh no! It was the Browns. It was the Brown. It was that's where I was going with this. The Browns. The three turnovers. Oh, in the first quarter. Uh, three possessions. Yeah, they yeah they were consecutive. Yeah. And it was each play, like, so they fucking fumble. Okay. That's not great. Then to get to run 90-something fucking yards and then get it knocked out right. of your fucking arms, that's really embarrassing. And then the shovel pass interception was something. To uh, Lawrence Guy? Yeah. That was unfucking believable That was the equivalent, just, it was almost as bad as the butt fumble. I don't know if it'll stick as hard. I mean, yeah. the butt fumble was 100% on Sanchez just running right yeah. into his own fucking guy. At least this one, like, Lawrence Guy fucking came through there like a fucking rocket he, Like the ship. Kool-Aid man. Yeah. Just, oh, yeah. He's, then- but between two defenders or two offensive linemen... That just let him go through and then catch the ball right in his... It was almost like Baker Mayfield saw him kind of was like, uh, uh, oh, holy shit, just handed it to him. Just, just have the ball, have the ball, please don't kill me. And then Lawrence Guy was like Billy Bob in Varsity Blues, but he's, he's like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with this thing. That was great. Oh. And then the old man clutched for the Colts. Yep. That was an awesome, awesome yep, game. I did watch that. That was... I was happy for Venetary. He is, like Pat McAfee said, he is one of the most clutch athletes. Of mm-hmm. time. Just knows knows when he needs to be there, and he is. He's almost playoff pop. I mean, he, he's playoff poppy clutch. Yeah, he is. You want to talk about the World Series? I haven't even watched baseball. Houston, I barely watched. I, I mean, literally, boobies as much I as I have I've, not watched a second of the World Series this year. I have not either, except the second play of the buoys. I've bet I've watched less than a half an hour of baseball all year long. Really? Yeah. That's coming from a pretty big, pretty big baseball fan. I just I can't do baseball anymore. I don't know. I used to be all into it, but not anymore. Uh, <clears throat> Here you go. The dude with the camera—he's <laughs> so excited. <laughs> He's just recently divorced. Yeah, he got these tickets from a buddy at work. <laughs> yeah, this looks great. Can I? Uh... Love you, buddy. Whoa, hello. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. What else do we have going on today, this week? Uh, deer season opens up for you. Yep. Duck season still open for me. Uh, I might try and get back out probably Wednesday. Maybe tomorrow. I haven't decided. Supposed to be shitty weather coming in Thursday, Friday. Yeah. Thursday night. 
Oh, Halloween. That means the deer are going to be up and moving Wednesday. Hopefully, they'll want to be up and moving again on Saturday when it's nice out. After the storm rolls through. I'm hoping, if all works out well, I'll be done hunting by 7 a.m. Saturday morning. See, that's what I don't get about deer hunters. All the preparation and then everything just... you've done to fucking get to this point. Fucking scouting, fucking sighting in, fucking reciting in, verifying it, sighted in. <laughs> fucking go back out to the ground blind, make sure everything's good out there, make sure your shooting lanes are good. Yep, walk down. Yep, okay, all good. Yep, all right. Opening day comes, fucking whammy, beat deer down. All right, well, fucking done till next year. Why the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. I don't get it. I just, I never have understood. Like, I think at this point it's a big deal for me because I've never done it before. I've right. I've never actually I shot mean, it. I mean, I understand. Recovered it. You want to fucking, yeah, minivans have recovered yours. Yeah. First of all, <laughs> I'm really hoping my father-in-law gets one. That would be, if he got one, it would feel like I got one. Yeah. Just because I want to see him do it and be able to be there with him when he does it. Has he ever shot a deer? He, when he was a kid. They actually lived in Colorado for a little while, and he shot one out there. Yeah. Um, but <clears throat> I I would rather see him do it, and because he's put in just as much time and preparation, and so I'm hoping he gets one, and then I could get one, and then we'll have plenty of meat. Yeah. So, like, I mean, I see, like, I understand, like, wanting to put in the time and put in the effort, and, yeah. but it's just Potentially and ideally for one day. Yeah. It's not like duck hunting where you could limit out one day and then do it again the next day. Yeah, and it's a lot different now too where I put in that much effort pretty much year long. Yeah. I mean, there's days where it's like, all right, fuck it. I just want to get – like, I mean, this year has been a shit show for me work-wise. Yeah. Being able to get time to actually scout and stuff, but it's like, okay. But you're still super successful. I know where birds are going to be. I know I can get there. Like, let's just go there. Or it's like, okay, we've seen some birds there. I mean, there's, you know, a couple mornings where fucking haven't seen shit, but realistically, this year's been fucking unreal. Um, And then just looking back at like, okay, you know, you want to scout and do all this and do all this preparation for one day. Like, try doing it for like ninety days straight. Yeah. Like, or whatever. I guess it's like six, well, it's, yeah. sixty something. Waterfowl is a constant because you're always moving. Your the birds aren't always going to be the same place. Deer, you could pattern a deer. Yeah. To where? I mean, you can pattern ducks to a point until something changes, like yeah. the wind. Like, yeah. It's that's all it and takes. Deer the same kind of way. You know, if the winds. If the wind's at your back, coming at your back, probably. I mean, not not, not a great, yeah, not a great setup. It's in your, if it's in your face, you're better off. Well, and that's but not, I mean, it's dark. also a buddy of mine posted on Instagram today. It was a meme of, or as a post, um, if you, uh, if the wind's wrong, it, but you're still gonna, and it was Larry the Enticer. You guys silly. I'm still gonna <laughs> send it. Yeah. And which for me with deer hunting, I only have a certain amount of days that I'm actually going to be able to go out and hunt. So I'm going to go no matter the weather, the wind, whatever. And I got a couple places I could try. 
and uh, we'll just kind of see what happens and go from there. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's really all you can do. Yeah. I got, uh, I'll get out duck hunting this weekend. I think, I don't know, depending on my work schedule, I need to take some time off. But it might not happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I got Saturday off, and then I'm taking three more days off, and then I'll hunt on Thanksgiving. And I'll hunt Saturdays in the morning before work. And we've also got the time change coming, so that, that opens up the amount you're able to hunt. Um, yeah, doubles it. Well, and that's what I'm really waiting for is I'm really hoping, I'm really waiting for this time change so I can hunt in the mornings and not feel guilty about showing up to work at 10 or 11 or never. But the, uh, the hunting season's been a good one. The work season is, at this point, successful, so that's good. Yeah. The, um, the next time, I think the next time out, I'm going to try and get, get the wife out. We'll see. Yeah. The old man, the old man comes back too, so. When's he get back? I think this weekend. This weekend or early next week. I don't know. I haven't talked to him. It'll just be... I was busy last week. <laughs> Normally try and check in at least a couple times, but... Got, uh... Oh. Maybe? Nope. Nope. Let me see. Let me see if I can drum up some quick wood hue rathers. Sounds good. I'm ready. Um, I was dealing with a work text message, sorry. No. Uh, work, work can piss off. Well, my boss is supposed to be on his way back from Canada, but nobody's heard from him. <laughs> uh, Marco. Yeah. You want, you want to come back? I mean, do you really want to come back? Hmm. Oh. I'm just accounting that they, they're driving through northern Maine, so they probably have shit service. Canada into northern Maine. Yeah, probably not not the easiest. But, all right, let's fucking... Let's, well, or maybe the aliens got him. Maybe the fucking Border Patrol got him. That could be it. Never even thought of that. Yeah. I we, figured we'd get at least one phone call by now. Yeah, maybe not. Their kids haven't even heard from them. I mean, you, you don't mess around with the borders. It's true. The, uh, did you, um, see any of the, uh, I was listening to a episode, uh, episode of CCK radio or podcast on the way home. And there were people talking about the Yankees, Yankees trying to say that they're the greatest franchise in franchises histories of any sport. <laughs> and the guy, the dude's reasoning was like, "Well, they've never had like a ten-year slump until this, until this decade." Like, well, getting to the playoffs, like, 
they've never been a dog shit team for 10 years. And yeah. it's like, well, no shit. You have the most money of any fucking major sports team. Yeah. And it's like, and you really haven't done shit. Like, 60% of your titles came during the fucking, there was eight teams in the fucking league. Like, yeah. it's a coin flip. Like, go fuck off. And you haven't, the reason behind everyone saying that the Patriots dynasty is such a dynasty is it's been nonstop. Yeah. Like, non-fucking-stop. I mean, there's been, what, three years in the past 19 that they haven't made it to the AFC Championship game? Yeah. Three. like that. And, I mean, even before that, they weren't a fucking absolutely trash team. They weren't great, but they were never like a... They're like never, there was a few years. They're, right, but you never had, like, the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. The last... Pretty much when Bob Kraft took over in yeah. 94, it's, that's that's really what it started to pick up. Yeah. Um, and kind of just got better from there. It, but I remember a name when I was a young kid of the name of Steve Grogan. Yep. That was... Uh, not a good... Not, was, not a great name. No. There was a time where Patriots... Foxborough Stadium was not safe for a family. Yeah. I've heard stories of, you know, the bleachers in Foxborough. Would you rather... I got, I got a little... I got, bleachers of Foxborough, so, sorry. Bleachers of Foxborough where people would be leaving and you'd look at the steps and it was blood and beer mm-hmm. just running down the steps. That's fine. You know, it's a good experience, but now you go to Gillette and you could fucking eat off the pavement for yeah. the most part. All right, back to our regular scheduled programming. Maybe. No, not not going to happen, apparently. Oh, there it is. Would you rather... Let's see here. Hit me. <laughs> Would you rather get caught stealing something or get caught being a pervert? Get caught <laughs> stealing something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Would you rather live <laughs> Would you rather live in a world where everyone hates you for doing the right thing or everyone loves you for doing the wrong thing? I'd rather be hated for doing the right thing. It's true. You know, personally. Um I, I like this one. Would you rather be able to get a copy of every video game for free or be a main character in a video game of your choice? Main character in a video game of my choice? I think that'd be sweet. I don't play video games, so I might as well be one. Yeah, I don't really either, but... Have you ever... We'll kind of go off on this. Have you ever really played video games? Uh, there was like a little stretch. Like, I'll play games on my phone, like, yeah. every now and then, but, like... I've had periods, like, after, in high school, when I had, had hip surgery, I had an Xbox, and I'd play, because that was all I had to... That's where the Zenial thing comes in. Yeah. You know? Because there's kids nowadays that just fucking play, and play, and play. Like, one of the guys I work with was like, oh, I'm going to get the the new... Uh, Call of Duty. Call of Duty. And I'm like, did you get the one that came with night vision goggles? And he said, no. I said, then I don't, I don't care. Yeah. Because that would be the only reason <laughs> that I would care. 
The uh, yeah, I never have been a video game. I never owned a video game console until I was out of college. My uncle says I need. He's actually. He said he will give me his Xbox One and a copy of Red Dead Redemption Two, just to go play. Just to play that because he's like, you'd love it. You just ride around on a horse and shoot shit. This is the stupidest would you rather ever in the world. Would you rather take a cold shower with a warm beer or a warm shower with a cold beer? There's nothing fucking better in the world than a warm shower and a goddamn cold beer. Exactly. It should be, would you rather take a cold shower with a cold beer or a warm shower with a warm beer? I'd rather stink than take a warm shower with a warm beer. Yeah, I'd rather just take a cold shower with a cold beer because at least you have a cold beer that's good. Yeah. Um, Ridiculous. It really is. Would you rather be the CEO of YouTube or the CEO of Disney? CEO of Disney. Yeah? They got to make way more money. I don't know about that. Here comes my Zennial thing again. There's a lot of money in the YouTube world. Like a lot of... There's a lot of money in a whole lot of worlds that we're not a part of. It's true, but I mean... I That's horse shit. I gotta look that up now. We're gonna do a mid-break. Um, so, YouTube is worth between 26 and $40 billion. That's, the the president? No, no, no. Or the company? Just the company. Disney. Um, oh, fuck it now. Well, the CEO makes two and a half million dollars a year. Disney? Yeah. I wonder what it is. Their revenue last year's Disney's was $20.25 billion. That is so much fucking money. That really is. I don't really know what this means, but... I wonder what YouTube CEO makes. Four and a half million. All right. There's a question. So there you go. Would you rather have four and a half million or would you rather have 2.5 million? I know if I, if I picked YouTube over Disney, my wife would kill me. <laughs> because she would want the perks of Disney. It's true. But if well, you're making four and a half million dollars a year, you Disney can afford t- yeah. You can afford Disney. Yeah. You should afford everything about Disney. Although it's pretty expensive. I have no interest in going to Disney ever again. No. Maybe when I have kids I may have it, but I I just it's hot. Oh, I like this one. Would you rather never wear socks or have to always wear socks? Always wear socks. I'm the exact opposite. I don't mind them not having socks on here and there, but... Dude, I, I would die all summer. Yeah, you're a big flip-flop guy. I love flip-flops. And I really don't mind wearing sneakers without socks. I used to do it all the time. You athletes are weird, man. Yeah, would you rather... Oh, this is a good one. Would you rather be overdressed or underdressed? And Over, why? Overdressed. Because you can always... Well, actually... 
take, for example, my last recent predicament. Full suit, dress shoes, everything. Middle of the fucking woods at a goddamn campfire that they couldn't get started with a fucking leaf blower and a fucking goddamn torch. You ever just want to go down and rip the shit out of someone's hands and be like, you two are fucking idiots. Yes. We're going to get this thing going. Yeah. But you can't because you're wearing fucking goddamn dress shoes and a suit. Infuriating. So I guess if you look at I when you said overdressed, I'm thinking like pants, overalls, sweatshirt, vest, parka. You, th- you think I'm talking about layering? No. Yeah. I mean like... You were dressed up way too much. Then underdressed. And I'd want to be prepared, like have a knife. I always carry a knife. There's no questions about that. I do now. I went to a wedding. I forget when it was. I think it was Chad's wedding. and Had a knife. That was the first one I wore. I brought a knife to, and I was like, I'm never... Not gonna have a knife on me ever. That's again. why you gotta That's have multiple line. multiple different knives. Yeah. You gotta have a knife for dressy occasions, a knife for everyday occasions, a day f- a knife for shit hit the fan occasions. I don't know. I got knife like, for sitting on. Yeah, you know, knife for sitting on like did you did that. today. Yeah, that, that probably not not the greatest use of a knife, but I mean, hey, would you rather explore space or the ocean? Space. I think we asked that already. I don't like salt water or the sand. (laughs) (laughs) That's my only reasoning. Okay. Here's my question. If the sun's so hot, why is it cold in space? I guess I'd have to go there to find out. Yeah, That's all I want you to go there and figure out. Do some experiments. Yeah. Um, Would you rather... Be a giant in a world full of midgets or a midget in a world full of giants, which that's just a midget living every day. A giant in a world full of midgets. I used to get so creeped out by midgets. They are kind of weird looking. Do you see Bridget the midget got 15 years in prison? For what? Stabbing her boyfriend in the, in the leg with a knife. Well, it's because she couldn't reach any higher. <laughs> that's probably why she didn't get attempted murder. It was just assault with a deadly weapon. Yeah. Uh, she had a good run. She did. <clears throat> um, <laughs> if you had to choose, who would you rather be imprisoned with your cell phone or walk around free without it? That's like the new jail. Without a cell phone. Yeah. We're just going to take but jail with a cell phone? Yeah. You can do a lot of shit on a cell phone. Yeah. I could stay real entertained. Um, But on the other side of it... It's still jail. It's still <laughs> jail. So I'd rather walk around without it. Yeah. Well, you just have to walk around because that's kind of... If I have to walk, jail sounded better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Would you rather, since you just got new seat covers, would you rather have someone pee in your truck or throw up in your truck? Am I in the truck with them? Oh, yeah. Pee. No way. You'd rather have them throw up? Yeah. Well, I, I guess with throw up, you could see where it is. It's yeah. Easy. It's going to be easier it's to easier clean. It's easier to clean. 
piss is just going to soak I think right with in. either, you either trade it in and get a new one or drive the fucking thing into a tree. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I had Riley in the truck one time, and remember my Toyota that I had? Yeah, the one he ate the steering wheel of? That, that one. Yeah. But he, the cup holders in that were in a such a situation where there wasn't, there it was just, there wasn't any, it was, there was no, there was no possible way you could drain them or anything like that. There was no removable cup. A lot yeah. of the cup holders nowadays, you could pull a cup out. I was coming home from your mother's house, and he had eaten something your mother gave me for food. Yeah. When I went into the gas station. My own fault. I left it on the dashboard. But I pulled into my driveway, and the and you know you know the exact sound I'm talking about when a dog's about to puke. It's the ooh, yeah, ooh, ah, and and I I'm, I'm just about to pull into my driveway. I come in on two wheels at this point, <laughs> and I'm trying to get out of the truck, and he pukes in those fucking cup holders. <laughs> <laughs> and the only way, God rest his soul, I wanted to kill that fucking dog. The only way to get that puke out of those cup holders is you got to handle it. You got to reach in it with a paper towel and scoop that shit out. Shop vac. That would have been nice to know <laughs> ten years ago. <laughs> because I'm just solving your problems a little bit later. Yeah. Thank you for the input. Yeah. Hey. Anytime. All right. On a happier note, would you rather drive on an empty road or never pay for fuel again? Oh fuck. That's a close one. Never have to be in traffic. Yeah. I'm going to empty road. Yeah, all day, every day. I'd rather pay for gas. Yeah. Gas is cheap. Yeah. Talk is cheap, motherfucker. And if the <laughs> gas is cheap if you don't have to sit in traffic. And if you pull into a gas station and there's nobody there. Great day. Easy peasy. Yeah. Well, now, the other thing I'm thinking, empty road means no police. Fucking see ya. Yeah. We just got You're everywhere 50% faster. Quick. Yeah. I'm still anti-school zones, by the way. I was thinking about that on my way here, driving through a school zone. It wasn't active, obviously. But I'm like, I wonder if Garrett's still anti-school zone. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> there's no there's no reason for school zones. I'm sorry. Like, you're not dropping kids off on the street. Like, okay, there's a fucking kid walking on the sidewalk. These well, kids aren't walking to school anymore. No. There's like fucking them. 20 kids that walk to school near us. Which, it, in today's day and age with the way parents are, I'm surprised yeah. at that. Yeah. Well, and the one the day I did see a ton of kids walking, and I remember doing it as a kid, was the fields at the middle school didn't contain enough room for all the sports. Yeah. So you used to have to walk to the elementary school or get a ride or whatever. You could take the bus there and yeah. get dropped off, but a lot of kids just walk. And I saw a bunch of kids walking, and I was like, ah, still, you didn't fucking protect the school zone all the way here, so why the fuck do we have to protect them for the first 25 feet? It's like, ah, get off our property, then get killed. We don't give a fuck. Going, when growing up in Elliott, I lived really close to the... Elementary school. Elementary school. I used to walk to school and ride my bike to school. That was a much younger, limber Huey. Yeah. All right, this isn't a really a would you rather, but if you could make music with one person, who would it be? Dead or alive? Or group. Ooh. Or you can make your own group. Ooh, I can make my own band? Yeah. Well, I'm going 
I want to be a member of the Highwaymen. Okay. Cool. Add-on member? Yeah. That's... I was a highwayman. Me just ruining whatever they're singing, you know. Johnny Cash, Waylon, Chris Christopherson, Willie Nelson. Does it get any? I mean, that'd be fucking awesome. It would be. That's where I'm going. Who are you going with? I'm bringing back three dead people. All right. And we're going to make a four-man band. We're all going to be happy. And one guy's going to be the middle ground. I'm just going to be the odd white man out. Really no place, but... Do you know? No, because they're not all dead. Never mind. I think only actually one of them's dead. I'm bringing back Tupac. I'm bringing back Biggie. All right. And I'm bringing back Bob Marley. All right. And Bob Marley's going to get those two fucking so high, they're going to be best fucking friends, and they're going to make the best song ever. I still think Tupac's alive. Yeah, I mean, he probably is. So is Avicii. We don't need to go down these wormholes, though. <clears throat> um, so you're going to... I was... NWA popped into my head, and I'm like, well, easy, easy, only one that's dead out of there. I'm pretty mm. sure. But... Um, you know who I saw was in Portland, Maine the other day? Was uh, GZA from Wu-Tang. Really? Yeah. Playing at Aura, like a small little club. I'm like... Because it was actually... Uh, 50 Cent was at the Bellator fights. Well, the reason I saw it was because the opening song for Devin, mm. the... the um, what is his name? It's a fucking number. Whatever. Something nine. Yeah, six, nine. Mike nine. No, six nine's the dude that's ratting everybody out. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, I nine. I nine. Fuck, there it is. Um, he posted about opening for fucking that Wu-Tang dude. At Aura, and I was like, well, that's weird. But, I mean, it's cool for him. Like, yeah. Good for you, but a little weird that Wu-Tang has dropped down to playing nightclubs in Portland, Maine. Right. Wu-Tang was awesome. Um, what else do we have? Anything Anything pressing? Anything? Any big news? I can't think of really anything. <clears throat> we got terrible football game tonight. Patriots play prime time next Sunday. Yeah, next Sunday, Sunday against football. the Ravens, so I get to talk a bunch of shit to my family. Oh which yeah, which is always good. Um, let's see here. Anything else really in the in the news? Not that I know of. Oh, I got something. Oh boy, here we go. What you <clears> got? <throat> so. And this kind of brings me back to the witness protection, organized crime. It's not really organized crime. But you see on Facebook every day, somebody posting a a be on the lookout. Cops are looking for this guy, you know. And sometimes they're fairly local. Yeah. The last fucking thing I'm doing is sharing that article. Yeah. Telling... You know, somebody else to look for this dude. Yeah, he's a bad dude, but we have police. Technology is a wonderful thing. They will find that guy. The last thing I want to happen is that dude scrolling Facebook and be like, well, I'm going to look for these fucking people that are trying to rat me out. (laughs) And then turns out we we got a friend in common. Next thing you know, he's knocking on my door. Yeah. Fuck that. Never thought of it that way. That's a good take. Right? I'm, I've never shared. I 
I just really scroll Facebook. Just I don't need some meth head from Buxton that's on the loose knocking on my door in North Berwick because I knew his second cousin's sister that he punched. Well, let's just face it. The, there's nobody in North Berwick that they're looking for. It's all the people in the next town north of you. I saw a funny meme. It was, you know, like the foot bracelets they have in different countries. Yeah. It was like Italy, <laughs> Tur- <laughs> India, one other country, and then Sanford, there was an ankle bracelet. <laughs> uh, I can't talk too much shit. My wife did grow up there. but she, I thought she grew up in Springvale. Sanford, Springvale. I, I say Springvale. Just to make it. Just, just to make it sound a little bit better. All right. She really grew up in California. Okay. Out of Marine Corps base. That was her saving grace. Her now, father. California was, is never a saving grace. <laughs> 29 Palms, which is a yeah. desert. Uh, and her father being in the Marine Corps, she was raised good. So I lucked out. So we got, what's next Monday, the 4th? No. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We want to do it next Monday or next, like, Thursday, Friday? Probably the end of next week because he wants it to... Be released on the 11th. Yeah. On, well, he wants it to be released on the Marine Corps birthday, which is November 10th. November 10th. Correct. Which okay. is a Sunday. So let's do it Thursday or Friday. Okay. Yeah, Thursday or probably Friday would work better for him. Okay. But I'll talk to him. We're going to have a special guest, folks. Special, special guest. You're getting behind the scenes fucking planning, yeah. which never really works out, but we're going to try and make this one work. Well, he's pretty, he's pretty uh, uh, punctual. Yeah. So he's not a hard guy to track down for the most part, unless he doesn't want to be found. <laughs> but my father-in-law, USMC retired first sergeant and all-around Good guy, badass. Is going to come in for a, a Veterans Day, Marine Corps birthday. Talk a little history with the with the old devil dog himself, and just I got a lot of questions. Me too. I've been I've been uh, trying to work on some to. He's he's looking forward to it. I don't think he's going to be looking forward to some of my questions. <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> I can ask some real dumb questions. Yeah. I got some questions though. But it's going to be a good time. And uh, like always, thanks for listening to our nonsense. Oh, I got one more thing that's fucking been driving me goddamn crazy. We're going back to fucking absolutely hating on the local Facebook pages. Yes. Because um, the one person posted, now there's a trend of all these scary incidents on the road. Traveling on 91, and I got passed, and I almost died. And fuck it. Fuck off. Like, oh, they two cars passed me in a fucking no-passing zone. I had to pull over and shake. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. Grow the fuck up. Grow a set, and just fucking move on with your life. Did you die? No. <laughs> no. Then shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, just for fuck's sakes, yeah. people. And it's with everything. Like, stop complaining. Stop whining. This is why... There's so much hate in the world. It's because people whine about stupid shit like this, and I just want to fucking punch someone. Somebody f- posted on the North Berwick page yesterday, new to town, wondering where the places are to go shooting. Mm-hmm. 
and I didn't see any, I didn't answer it, but I was reading down through the comments, and some of these people are just fucking assholes. Well, yeah. Another another gun guy coming to town. It's just like, he asked a simple fucking question, and it took 20 comments and 19 assholes for him to get the one person that he just told them about the North Berwick Run Gun Club, and he could do this and that. I mean, I don't understand. Whatever happened. I mean, I get it. I am uh, I am tending to be fairly negative right now. But the whole, like, if you can't say something nice, don't say something at all. Well, if you can't say something fucking smart, don't say something fucking stupid just to fucking say something. Yes. Yes. And that's where I've I've got a little internal battle happening right now for the works and trying to not. I can't. Stand people that cannot handle criticism. Like, I've gotten better with it over the years. I'm Sometimes. fine. Like, if you tell me I did something wrong, like, okay, great. Yeah. I'll, I'll take that and I'll move on and try and do something about it. But if I turn around and give you the same criticism and you fucking start rattling off excuses and rattling off why that I shouldn't be fucking telling you what happened and all this bullshit, go fuck yourself. And it's like, dude, if, if you're going to hold everyone else to a standard and you don't meet that standard, I will not follow your standards. Simple as that. And it's like, oh, well, this took me so long, blah, 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 blah. But the stuff you did for me when I gave you no time and no budget, and uh, you still pulled it off, but there were some issues, okay. I, I, I admit, yeah, there were probably some issues. But the thing that you had a year to do, which is six to nine months longer than you needed to do it, and it's still fucking dog shit. I got a problem. Yep. That's all I'm going to say about that before I get fired. But <laughs> I was not a real happy person on Tuesday night when I got some emails criticizing my work as I'm up till fucking midnight in a hotel room fixing someone else's work. Who's the one criticizing? So. Yeah, that's not never good. But like they said, oh, did I bring it in? Oh, I did. Hold on. I got got a quote. Good good service cheap won't be fast. Fast service cheap won't be good. And, uh, oh, shit. I should just go to the picture. So it's fast service good won't be cheap. Fast service cheap won't be good. And good service cheap won't be fast. Words to live by. It's the triangle. So you can only have... Two of the three. And if you want all three, find someone else. So. It's kind of like the, uh, we had a sign at the shop at one point. Um, This is the price if you want us to do it. This is the price if you want to tell us how to do it. And this is the price if you want to watch. And they all got increasingly more expensive. (laughs) See, now I think if you want to watch and learn, it should be a little cheaper. But I like, uh, there's one, I think Jack has it in his garage. And it's like, price to fix it. And then, price to teach you to fix it. And then, or something. Price if you're watching me fix it or something. No, and it went down to like something like, price if you started to fix it or something. Oh, yeah. That's that's a common. Started to fix it, and now you need me to fix it more. Yeah, now it's in fucking a thousand pieces, and I got to play Jenga with a fucking chainsaw. Oh, that's happened. Thanks, bud. Thanks for the help. 
That's happened. We've got some mechanics that are miracle workers. These guys will bring in boxes of parts and be like, <laughs> I don't know what I did here, but it don't work. <laughs> it's, uh... So we got big Halloween. Got some trick-or-treaters coming. Oh, yeah, that's right. I don't know. Are you guys going out trick-or-treating? Oh, yeah. Right down to the hellish. Winterbrook? Oh, yeah. Bring your umbrella. Uh, nope, because it's on Wednesday. Oh. It's because it's the, uh, oh, what's the name of it? Um, it's not, is it Beggar's? Beggar's Night? Beggar's Night. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's on Wednesday. So hopefully, hopefully the weather should still be semi-decent. I hope I never live in a neighborhood that has trick-or-treaters. Dude, I can't imagine how much money those people have to spend. Especially if they're like the good houses that get like the full-size candy bars. Not um, good or not. Like uh, anyone in that fucking neighborhood that does get full-size candy bars is just an idiot, first of all. Because you're spending probably $10,000. Like if you get candy at all, if you don't leave. I can only imagine. Especially like if you're one of the first, like call it 20 houses in there. Ten on each side of the street. Yeah. You gotta just all night just be refilling and filling and refilling and filling. And it's like You'd have to shut I I, I would give to shut down my house and go away. I'm giving single M and M's out. Like good luck. Yeah. <laughs> Here's one M M&M and M for you. There's a guy that used to work in the shop. He lives in a neighborhood in Elliott that is big for trick or treating. Just like they call it the village. And he he keeps track of it every single year how much candy he gives out how much it cost him how many beers he gives out to the adults well you know that so nice. he's a popular house yeah and he's like sometimes a family will come up with a couple or two families will come up with a couple of husbands and their wives and the kids and then you see the husbands hanging around and the wives will leave and just come go around the block pick them up on the way back which that's the way it should be yeah I, I just hope I'm, I live in the fucking woods and never have to hand out a piece of candy. We have never had a trick-or-treater at any of our houses. So, I've actually, you know, we haven't, Manny and I have never had them at our apartment. My parents used to get them at their house. And they were away one year. Oh, you for, had to fill in? I laughed. House is dark. I, I pulled in. We're going zero dark pulling, 30. I was pulling down the road and realized it was Halloween, trick-or-treat night. I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> did so not I, plan. Did not plan. I ran inside, changed my clothes, went to the bar. Yeah, I mean, not a bad plan, really. And I didn't go home until I knew it was safe. I, I don't know. Like my parents, growing up, it was a small neighborhood. It was all local kids. Yeah. Like, but there, there's a lot of fucking space between houses. No one's really looking to walk like that. Like, yeah. So, I don't know. We'll probably go do the winters of Brooks and cruise it. And for then a there's bit. always that one house that gives out like coloring book. Fuck's wrong with you? Hey, that will change. Your attitude will change once you have kids. And this it's is true. something that's been a hard thing for me to fucking admit <laughs> and realize. But like, you want to give my kid apples? You want to give him fucking juice boxes? You want to give him fucking crayons? I don't fucking great. Do not give him any more fucking candy. Because it's literally just going to be a binge fest. Last year, or was it? No, it was Easter. 
my youngest ended up puking on the way home because she just engorged. She like snuck away with a pocket full of fucking candy, <laughs> a little shit, and just slammed chocolate to her face, and then threw up everywhere. My She's nephew like, hoards his candy. He like puts it in his room and he'll ration it, and that's fine. That, hey, if they have the ability to ration themselves, great. A three-year-old with a fucking bag of chocolate does not have rationing abilities. It is a fucking eat to puke. <coughs> Let's eat this as quick as possible so my parents don't take it away. Yeah. And it's like, I'm going to let you eat it. Like, I don't want to eat that shit, but it's... I will go to any house that's fucking giving out coloring books. I'm all in. Yep. Now, I really wish more people around here did the, the boozy gifts for adults you know you go out for an hour with the kids it's hard to pack enough to fucking get you through yeah without right. looking like a complete raging alcoholic walking around with a fucking 18 pack on the shoulder yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'd normally just mix one to walk around with i mean nothing wrong with it it was a lot better when we had strollers yeah and that way i had a cup holder now i gotta carry it but Karina Pro- looked like she was limping earlier. Maybe you ought to put her in a stroller. I know. I might have to <laughs> fire up a stroller. Make a motorized one. Yeah. yeah, that's what you need. One of those electric coolers. Yeah. Just drive that Jesus. up. Jesus. Can you imagine? <laughs> You'd be the coolest guy in Winterbrook. Oh, and I've been... I'm well, but just make your first stop Welchie's house. I think I might just go stop there and just... Kids, go. Just whatever. Come back here. Leave me here. Put a little tracking device on them. That's what I need. Stick stick your phone in their candy bag. Yeah. And then use the Find My Phone app on your work phone. No, because they'll just go <laughs> hide somewhere and start eat all, fucking, the candy. eat all the candy while watching fucking kids YouTube. <laughs> watching Paw Patrol. <laughs> They'd be covered. Liv and Corinne will hit three or four houses and be like, all right, let's go in the bushes. Yeah. We'll finish this stuff off. We'll, we'll get to that later. Oh. So. Well, I think that's really solid 90 minutes tonight, bud. Yeah, it was a good one. Really no plan coming into it. So, what's your schedule? Thursday, Friday. You want to do Thursday so that way you don't have to? Yeah, Thursday. All right. We'll, we'll record Thursday. Might get it out Thursday, but we're not. Uh, we might plan for this one. I got some more shit written down. I just, or I didn't write it down. That's the problem. I got a lot of stuff to talk about. It's been mostly work lately, so I apologize for my lack of preparations. We'll be back, folks. We will be back with an vengeance. Hopefully, well, no, next week. Hopefully, Huey's all happy and shot a deer and actually gets it this time. Doesn't let a minivan take his deer from him. Yeah, the worst part about it is. Six hours we walked around the woods looking for it. Yeah. And then the three hours I did the following day and finally gave up. And then that following night it got hit. Yeah. So. Hey, she was a tough old girl. <laughs> this time <laughs> I'm using a gun. Yeah. Done with the. Done with the yeah. arrows. The reason Indians were so skinny. Yeah. So. But. All right. We will see you all. Or hear you, you'll you'll hear us again. Yeah. We'll talk Thurs- to you later. Thursday this week. night, Friday ish. <laughs>